Hello there, and welcome to episode 25 of the Sports and Spirituality Show here on the Fairfield County Sports Network. My name is Steve Rao, and our regular co-host, well, I don't know if we've decided whether she's regular or not, uh, she's regularly on the podcast, um, and she's um, she is conscientious, uh, she is caring, she is... Um, Oh, uh, considerate. Um, she's conversational. She's cute. Uh, she's um, <laughs> got curly hair. I, I, I'm looking for other C words that I can't think of at the moment. Uh, she is Kelsey Bull with with a K and not a C, but the K sound uh, with Young Life Lancaster. Welcome back to the Sports and Spirituality Show. Why the C theme? I don't know. Okay. I just wanted to go with that letter. Today's Great. show is brought to you by the letter C. <laughs> you, you remember that from Sesame Street? No. You don't? Nope. I wasn't a big Sesame Street kid. Oh, you weren't? No. Okay. Very good. Um, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl, like, you know, the actual game and maybe the commercials <laughs> and halftime show and some stuff like that. Great. Uh, on this podcast. Can't wait. But um, one of the things about the Super Bowl, I think we mentioned this at the end of uh, episode 24 podcast. Uh, do you remember what we mentioned at the end? If you ever want to know what Super Bowl number it is. It's your birth year, or how old you are. My age, age. that's correct. Yeah, yeah, Uh, So 56 years old. If you ever want to know how old Sesame Street is, ask my wife. Why? Because her age is how old Sesame Street is. Oh. And I will tell you, not her age, I will tell you that her age (laughs) is younger than mine. Okay. Uh, But whatever her number is, that's how old Sesame Street is, because it began um, uh, on her birth year. That's cool. Yeah. So do you have anything like that? That's what I'm trying to now think. Yeah, right. 33 years ago, something began. Taylor Swift was born in my birth year. Was she? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, so uh, why don't you sing a few lines from uh, Taylor <laughs> no. Swift's 22? <laughs> no. We tried that a few episodes ago. Yeah. You were non-compliant. <laughs> yep. And you still seem non-compliant. I am. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe you'll make an exception today as we talk about what I'm <laughs> guessing, because we haven't talked about it yet, but I'm guessing you love, love, love the halftime show. So that's what I'm guessing. Uh, <coughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. All right. Sounds but, good. Um, yeah. So uh, maybe, maybe you'll make an exception today and give us a little rap, uh, a little hip hop, a little... Uh, uh, I don't know, uh, Dr. Dre or Snoop Dogg or some, uh, uh, what was that lady's name? Uh, um, Mary J. Yeah, yeah, oh that, my goodness. that lady. Oh, um, my goodness. Yeah, so uh, maybe you give us a little bit of that. <laughs> I won't, on but. This. Come on, give us a little it. bit of that. No. Pretty please. No one besides you wants to hear No, this. that is not true. <laughs> Everybody I've ever talked to about this podcast wants to hear from you. Uh. <laughs> Okay. Come on. Okay, hold on. Can we go back to the C thing? Because this is what came to mind when we're talking about C's. My daughter Lucy is four. She's in preschool. Yes. And she is currently memorizing letters, like just from, you know, not the ABC song, but she can look at a random letter and name it and then add the sound to it. Sure. And it is fascinating to me. The K and the C and the Q. Yes. And I'm like, oh gosh, this is confusing. Yeah. I think relearning things with her is just going to be quite the challenge for the next several years of my life. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, you know, we, we've heard this, uh, maybe you have, I, I have, that English is one of the most difficult languages to learn. Yes, I've well, heard no that. Well, no kidding. If you've got the K sound and there's three letters that make that. Yeah. And then there's the word there. Right. There's three or four options you have right. there for that. Um, <laughs> and how do you spell that? Well, I don't know. It depends. Context. Um, yeah. Now, the Spanish language, I understand there's words that are uh, more gender specific. And uh, uh, the plural form is different or whatever. So, I mean, there's differences like that in other languages. For but, sure. man, the English language. Uh, Tricky. What a, what a challenge. Yeah, so I'm not sure. Uh, I wanted to be sure and mention you're uh, very conversational and you're oh. very considerate <laughs> and kind, which starts with a K. But um, <laughs> uh, <coughs> So, yeah, that's what was in my head. Yeah. So I decided if I was going to get three or four letters to begin with, uh, or words begin with the same letter. Right. Alliteration. Yes. I thought I would just stay in that vein. Yeah, sounds so, good. So that was uh, that's like how that it. came to be. But that's what came to mind for me yeah. as you were thinking through C, right. C words. Yeah, you're thinking like, about my, my four-year-old and uh, yeah. walking through this stuff. Very right. good. Do you think you'll learn anything? I'm sure I will. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, or, or maybe be reminded of something you've already learned. Yeah. And you're like, oh, hey, I forgot about that. Right. Yeah. Very good. Uh, phonics. Isn't it funny that phonics is not spelled phonetically? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it's one of the uh, one of the eight wonders of the world, I think. But um, so t- the twenty uh, fifth episode. Does 25. the number twenty five have a significance to you? Oh my goodness, no! Yes. Are we doing this every number? We might. Okay. I'm gonna tell you, twenty five has a significance to you. Okay. You may not be aware, but I'm telling you, it's significant. What is it? It might be more significant to Josh than to you. But I happen to think it's also significant to you. Can't wait to hear. All right. Your car insurance drops dramatically after you turn 25. Okay, great. Yeah, at least mine did. And I've heard that from many others. The 25 is kind of a magic number. Uh, In that, they're like... Hey, you haven't killed anybody, and you don't have 45 speeding tickets, and um, whatever, uh, 17 So now they crashes. think that at 25, you'll be a better driver. Yes, because from 18, you know, uh, or 16, you're just kind of figuring it out. Oh, sure, yeah. 18, oh, they're becoming an adult, and they think they know everything. 21, they might be adding some uh, <laughs> illegal substances, or maybe even legal substances, uh, but illegal driving. Because those driving. were added before 21. Yeah, because nobody drinks before they're 21, and they're really thirsty. Um, So, um, uh, yeah, and then 25 comes, and they go, oh, they finally figured it out. They They know how to drive. They got all that out of their system, and they're becoming a real adult. And uh, I don't know. You know, uh, insurance works on um, what uh, actuaries. Is that what those are called? Yeah, it is. Yeah. and uh, I'm sure they are. Very smart and know what they're doing. They do. So. Uh, and so they look at the numbers and are like, okay, here's the line we're going to draw. And apparently they drew the, long, the line at 25. Great. So do you think your husband's excited that your insurance went down when you turned 25? That was eight years ago. I know, but you got married 10 years ago. Sure did. So my guess is he's happy about it. I'm sure he was. But because that he's was probably, guy. yeah, his insurance cost more money because he had more accidents than I did. He's also a guy. Yeah. Uh, it costs more. Great. Why do you think that is? Because guys are worse drivers. Nope. <laughs> You've have you ever heard the expression "women drivers, no survivors"? 
<laughs> no, I haven't. Oh, I, you, and you haven't been listening to me. Because <laughs> I've said that my entire life. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, woman and yet you're going to let me drive your Corvette? I am. Great. I make, I make exceptions. I like to live dangerous. I'm a risk taker. <laughs> Yeah, and that's one of the differences. I'm not a risk I know. So I, know. I think you'll be fine yeah, well, letting me drive your car. We, we shall see. We uh, will. Because that month's coming up next month. Next month. March Madness. I can't when wait. When you get crushed by me. Speaking of C-words. Who won last year? Uh, don't worry about revisionist history or the past. We leave it in the past. It's called the past for a reason. I we, won last year. We leave it in the past. Okay, just leave it back there. Okay. There's no reason to pull it to the for, uh, to, to the present. Except that I won. So. Yeah, and, yeah, another and clear Until I win indication. again, and I can say I've won for the last two years. You're not going to win again. Um, and it's another clear indication that you don't understand what a being a fan is. You're not a fan, and you don't even understand what it is. Who won March Madness Challenge um, last year? What have you done for me lately? That's what a fan <laughs> wants to know. What have you done for me lately? And you haven't done anything. <laughs> You're going to lose to me uh, next month. So just get used to it. Because we'll you've lost to me a bunch of other times. but uh, a bunch? Me again. Yeah, like every other time we've done it. <laughs> Which is one. Uh, well, right? I think it might have been twice. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So, um, <coughs> yeah, I am going to crush you uh, in March Madness, and I'm excited about that. But, um, yeah, so I'm not sure why I was talking. Oh, um, a risk taker, and you're not. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yes, I'd be happy. Uh, to have, uh, we we got to do this soon too because um, we're gonna have another bet. We I could know. go double or nothing, but that's no fun in that. No, no. Yeah. So yeah, we'll get it, we'll get it figured out. All right, sounds good. Um, so twenty five. You're very excited about that. I'm sure your husband's very excited about that because his insurance insurance also went down. Okay. Now 25. I've got to ask Josh. Yeah. When I go home, yep. I will say to him, what does the number 25 mean to you? Yeah. And there is no way he is going to think of car insurance prices going I down. hope he does. And <laughs> you'll be not. wrong again. I've been right every <laughs> single time. Which, In your own mind. No, no. I've been uh, right every single time about Josh's predictions. Oh, yeah. About or, his number. Like his answers. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Remember, he, he, he had no significance on the number, and he spent 25 minutes talking about Kobe Bryant. Remember that? He absolutely didn't spend 25 minutes. It may he did have in been, my mind. may have been 25 seconds. Well, maybe. Not even half a minute. But he mentioned it. Sure. He mentioned it. So it, it mattered to him. But his first So word, you were wrong about that. I wasn't. I was correct. Okay. You know the other time I was correct? Oh, yeah, the other times, like twice. Okay, go. No, all the other, all the other times. <laughs> all the other times. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, last, she's two for 47. <laughs> last week, we okay. were talking about Valentine's oh, Day. I wanted to ask you about that because we kind of had this little deal. We did. We had this understanding. I think we even shook on it. We did. That we were going to go to our spouses. Yes. And we were going to say what, Kelsey? What are your expectations for Valentine's Day? Very good. And I said that Josh would say nothing. Okay. And what time did you say this to him? It was Friday, I believe. Okay. So we it, got done recording, you head home or having dinner or watching a movie I or think something? it was late afternoon because okay. Friday is the day my kiddos are at school all day long. Okay. So my kiddos were at school and I think Josh and I were home alone and he, because um, he works from home yes. full time. And so I think he had come down from our upstairs office and was maybe getting a cup of coffee in the afternoon. I don't remember, but 
and I think I was maybe working on the dishes and I just said to him, hey, Valentine's Day is Monday. Just want to check in. What are your expectations for Valentine's Day? Yes, man. I, I want to hear the rest of the story. <laughs> okay. I absolutely do. Um, but I have several questions. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, question number one, is this a normal routine for you? What? To say... <laughs> Hey, Josh, <laughs> I'm just wondering what your expectations are for XYZ, whatever it is. Yeah. That's a normal thing for you. I mean, when you say normal, I don't think I say it in that way. Okay, apparently like weekly, not. weekly, uh-huh. but maybe monthly. Okay. Every other month when I'm checking in. Yeah. <laughs> you check in with your husband? About every other month clarifying expectations oh. around something okay okay to clarify expectations around um for example we are teaching friday night for this specific thing sure and i i think i have said to him hey what are what are you expecting us to uh, when are you expecting us to work on this together yeah. here's what i'm thinking or yeah or he, what, what are you expecting from me yes. uh, what part are you going to play what part do you need me to play yes yeah I, I do think I use that yeah. language often. What okay. are you expecting in terms of... Okay. Well, because yeah. that would leave me to my second question. Okay, that, how he would have responded to that. Like, <laughs> what in the heck are you asking me? Uh, and thirdly, did he did he assume that there, you were like setting him up for something? Or you were... Uh, had a, uh, you know, I don't know. You had a bet with a podcast co-host. And you had to ask a question. You didn't really care what the answer was. But you still had to ask it. I do think the question caught him a little off guard Uh because he gave me a really funny blank stare and stuttered. Like you, I think he said, uh, I was thinking nothing. And I was like, great answer. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Did he feel like you were putting to the test? (laughs) Yes. Like, uh, oh, hey, I didn't know there was going to be a pop quiz. Yes. As I was coming downstairs, just needed a cup of coffee. Yes. Oh, didn't know there was (laughs) pop quiz in the deal. Yeah, Yeah. I do think he thought that. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> here's what happened to me. Okay. Let's hear it. Uh, as you know, I'm on staff at X Church, uh, Canal Winchester, Ohio. And I was standing um, next to my wife. She was to my right. I was on the front row. We were partway through a worship song, and I said, oh, hey, dear. <laughs> I just remembered. This is probably the worst possible time this is on sunday morning yes ma'am oh my goodness worst possible time to ask this question but i promised kelsey i would and it came to mind to you right then yep (laughs) uh and i don't even know why it came to my mind and i'm like hey uh, we can talk about this later, but uh, what are what are our expectations for Valentine's <laughs> Valentine's Day? So, however weird yours was, uh-huh. seems like mine was equally yours as was weird. weird. <laughs> yeah, um, like in the middle of a worship song uh, on a Sunday. Uh, what did Stace do? What was her reaction? Well, um, um, she said okay or something. I don't know. Uh, I think she understood that that wasn't the right time to be asking the question. <laughs> that maybe. Maybe we should talk about it later. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think maybe I said, I'll, we'll talk about that later. And uh, and so we did. Oh, okay. We did talk about it later. And how that conversation goes. Um, well, I said, hey, remember at church, you know, I said something about uh, expectations. So, so what is our expectation for Valentine's Day? And Not sh- ours. It should have been, what's your expectation? Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I think I said our, but I can't remember now. Okay, continue. Um but she says, um, nothing. There's no expectation. And then she said, you bought me 
this sweater, and that matters. Yeah, I said at the time it was for Valentine's Day. It's what it is. And as Monday comes along, she wears it to work. So and you didn't wrap it? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Didn't do that. Uh, she uh, wears it to work, and uh, she tells several people, my husband bought this for me for Valentine's Day. So she made you look good. She did. <laughs> That's so kind of her. It was very kind of her. Um, and, I mean, it was the deal. When when she purchased it, she specifically said that. Mm-hmm. So, in essence, it wasn't, like, made up or, oh, hey, let's pretend. And it's right. red. Um, you know, it looks like a, something you might buy uh, for Valentine's. It's the, it's the longer sweater things. She tells me that that's kind of what people wear these days. Um, she said, have you noticed? And I said, no. Uh, I don't know that <laughs> stuff. I don't know anything about that. Um, and so she was happy with it. She saw it hanging on a mannequin. She's like, I got to get it. And she's like, I'll be right back. And she ran in there. She bought it. And she came right back out. I mean, literally the whole transaction was about three minutes long. That's great. And uh, and uh, then later on Monday, she said, thank you for not spending any money on flowers for me. Now, think about that. I'll say it again. My wife, on Valentine's Day, thanked me for not buying her flowers. <sighs> There's a million reasons to love being married to her, and that's definitely one of them right there. Isn't it so funny? I feel like both of our experiences might be not the norm. I can't imagine it being normal. Right, but I, I can feel imagine. like both of us are just like, oh, Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah, well, and, and again, I think the important thing is what is the expectation? Yeah. I thought it was a great question on your part. What is the expectation? Because I can't meet it if I don't know what it is. And if you're going to give me this cryptid answer um, or you're going to tell me the opposite of what you really want, right? Uh, you're not going to have a very good relationship. No. And I'm going to tell you more of the gals to the guys because guys are stupid. Um, they need it broken down as clearly and as uh, elementary as possible. I won't speak for all guys in the world. I'll speak for most guys. Uh, I'm definitely speaking for me. If you said, thank you for not buying me flowers, and then you're going on social media um, and giving me the proverbial middle finger because I didn't buy you flowers, uh, not healthy, not good. No. Um, And and so he should have known better. He should have known I was kidding. He should have known I was trying to drop a hint that I really wanted the flowers. My wife's not like that. No. And I thank the Lord for it. Um, But I don't think any wife should be that way. Speak clearly uh, what your actual expectations are. Because here's the deal. He married you because he wanted to make you happy. Right. And so if you give a clear um, expectation, uh, then he's going to do his dead level best to meet that expectation. That's the hope. So let's not play games. Uh, let's say exactly what we're thinking and do not make him guess because he's probably going to guess wrong. Yep. So um, I was happy about that. And literally when she said it, I was kind of taken back by it like, well, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, because maybe in the past she, uh, I, I mentioned uh, last episode that uh, she, uh, she'll I'll buy her flowers and she'll say, thank you. Uh, how much did that cost? You know? Uh, and so, Hopefully, I'm paying atten- some attention uh, uh, to that and uh, meet her expectation. 
Now, I will say, uh, we are, uh, we're going to head out of town for a few days. And she said, that's another thing you've got me for Valentine's Day. Yep. So, again, because it's close enough to the Valentine's Day time, uh, that's what we're doing. And so, she's super happy with uh, that expectation. That's great. Me too. I almost bought her a card when I was at the store buying uh, some other cards for coworkers, and uh, I, I didn't because we had already talked about the expectation, and the expectation was nothing. Oh, you already bought me the sweater, and you're taking me out of town. So we're, we're all good. Go. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Now, you said something about, Maybe I'll get him a card or something. I need an update on that. I didn't do it. Why did He told didn't me not you? to. He told you not no, to? No, you told me not to. I didn't. Did I tell you not to? Yeah, you told oh, me I did. not to. Yeah. I did. Why did I tell you not to? Because if the expectation is nothing, then don't do that. Because then he's going to feel the need to like rush out and go get something for me. Right. And whatever he gets you will look like he just rushed out and got something for you. Correct. Because he felt the pressure. Not yes. because it was something he'd been thinking about for a while. I did buy teachers at my kiddos' school cookies, and yes. there was a couple left over. Uh-huh. So I kind of jokingly, pretty sarcastically, gave him one of those and yeah. said, Happy Valentine's yep. Day. And he Good. was like, he knew. He yeah. knew that I did not intentionally buy that for him. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so that wasn't an extra thing. Like, no, no. Oh, crud. I got to go out and buy her some candy now because uh, right. yeah, she bought these cookies for me or whatever. Yeah. Uh, again, very important to know your uh, your spouse, right? And to know when they're being sarcastic, because yes. you might not always know that. Um, yes. And uh, uh, you guys have been married 10 years, so you've got that uh, stuff figured out. We do, pretty uh, well. Yeah. Uh, I remember my dad. My dad and mom were married 47 years, uh, and uh, he, he passed away. Um, he said, Steve, one of the things I love about your mom is she never she never knows whether I'm really joking or not. Um, and, uh, you know what? My wife sometimes doesn't either. And it makes me happy. Uh, Why? It makes me happy for several different reasons. One, um, I've, <laughs> my wife has said this. Well, one of the reasons, uh, is because I'm in essence kind of, uh, uh, keeping my dad's tradition alive. Okay. So I like that. Number two, my wife, uh, will sometimes, uh, react and what I'm going for is the reaction. And so she doesn't see it coming, and she reacts, and then I get great joy out of that. Yeah, you've done that to me. I know, and I love that. The third thing, and my wife has told people this many times, if I really want to communicate something to someone, but I don't want to be the one to communicate it, I bait her. And she takes a bait every time. What do you mean? I need Here's like what an I mean. example. Yeah. Um, let's say, uh, uh, this is an actual situation. There was a friend of mine who... Uh, married a woman who had already had a son, okay? So he had a stepson. Yep. Okay? And that son had a baby. So he had a step-granddaughter. Okay. And um, he called her... (coughs) (coughs) Excuse me. He called her his step-granddaughter. And I knew my wife would hate that. And so... um, I said, hey, friend, um, how's your step-granddaughter go- uh, doing? And uh, my wife said, how long has he been in your life? Oh, I don't know, about 25 years. He's not your stepson. He's your son. And so that's not a step-granddaughter. And I knew she would react that way. And uh, for me, 
I think it would be better for him to call his son and, and granddaughter and just leave it at that. Uh, you don't need all that step stuff in there. You have invested in their lives. You've loved them. They've loved you back. You have a great relationship with them. We can get rid of that stuff. We call it family, and you don't need all that other stuff. You know, we've adopted a son from another country, right? Um, uh, we're sometimes called multicultural, multiracial family. Well, I would just prefer the word family, okay? Let's just go with that. Um, we don't need all those other uh, adjectives on the front of that. Uh, so I, I knew she would react that way, so I, I set her up and said, hey, friend. Oh, uh, how about that step-granddaughter of yours? And then my wife went off like I knew she would. And uh, correct. That is not cool. It's awesome. And no. she is aware of it later. She's like, you knew that the whole time, didn't you? Yes, ma'am, I did. And uh, you took the bait, hook, line, and sinker. And uh, I don't like it. I love it. I'm sure you do. And you know what? My wife doesn't seem to hate it. That's good. That's between yeah, you two. Exactly. I would right? not like that. You wouldn't. And no. after it happened in my life with my wife uh, about a dozen times, you you probably wouldn't let it happen a dozen times, but and maybe after <laughs> three or four times, you'd say, hey, let's not do that. Um, and uh, so I will tell you one more thing since we're talking about it. And then Go for I, it. And then I want to talk about football. And uh, Super Bowl 56. Um, one time I was in a meeting. And I was um, uh, making a point in the meeting. Um, in uh, I was maybe in uh, I was becoming animated, uh, which never. I, I know, I know, it's really hard for you to imagine. But I got uh, animated, and my wife um, hit me on the leg. Now I misinterpreted that, and I thought she was saying, uh, "Great job." Honey, Why would you think that? Because of the set of circumstances that had transpired. I thought she was encouraging me. She, so she kicked you? Well, I think she patted me on the leg uh, oh, okay. or something like that. Okay. Okay. That could, I can see how that yeah, could no, be No, I don't think she kicked me. I think she was oh, patting me on the leg. Got it. And I thought, oh, hey, Steve, you're doing great. Uh, keep it up. Uh, uh, make those points that you're trying to make. Uh, <laughs> great job. Oh, no. And later, <laughs> I'm like, hey, thanks for that encouragement. She said, I wasn't encouraging Steve. I was trying to tell you. To chill. Yes. They got the point. Uh, if you push too much harder, they it, it will overwhelm the whole point. Uh, now is where you got to pull it back. Well, I couldn't interpret that pat. I will, okay, yeah. I will give you that. The pat could be, you know misinterpreted well it was because i feel like if it was like more of a pat on the back that would be encouraging yeah right a kick to the leg i would think or like a step on your foot would yes. be like shut up yes you know exactly so a pat I, on I the think, knee i think i would have gotten that i think i would have gotten like okay steve uh you know dial mm -hmm. it back a little bit um but uh I, I misinterpreted what she was trying to say um so that was that was an, uh, a situation where the communication broke down she was trying to communicate something to me like when i bait her into making statements that uh, that i think might need to be made and i want her to make them not me uh but this one uh, this one didn't work out as well but uh, we got it all figured out um <laughs> uh, i'm still um i'm still friends with these people great and uh, uh so it's all, it's all worked out that's good Yes, so um, let me ask you um, how your Valentine's Day went with all of the uh, levels of expectation being clearly communicated. It went fine. Very good. How was yours? Uh, same. 
it went uh, like I feel like it was supposed to go. <laughs> so Uneventfully. I'll know better uh, when I get back in town uh, because that's part of the Valentine's process. Right, right. All right. Um, Sunday, Super Bowl 56. This is the Sports and Spirituality Show. Sports first, then spirituality. Um, we had uh, four guests on episode 24. You want to check that out. It was before the Super Bowl. Uh, we had Zach Taylor, the head football coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, we had the special teams and assistant coach, Darren Simmons, on. We had Eli Apple, um, and he is a cornerback uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals. And then the guy who ended up winning the MVP of Super Bowl 56, is Cooper that the Cup. same as like the overall NFL MVP? Not not for the year. I believe oh, okay. um, Aaron Rodgers won that award. Oh, uh, did quarterback he? for the Green Bay Packers. That's an interesting pick. Uh, it is an interesting pick. Another conversation probably yeah, for another time. Fascinating. But I would like to have that conversation <laughs> at some point. Alrighty. Uh, but Cooper Cup is the most valuable player in the Super Bowl. Sure. Uh, I think he had 92 yards receiving. Of course, the L.A. Rams would, I would say, of course. Did you know that the L.A. Rams won? I did. Non-fan over there. I did. I watched the whole game. Excellent. So we had those four on. Uh, Cooper Cup was very vocal about his faith. Um, And uh, uh, what a great way to represent Jesus Christ. People know he's a man of faith, and yet they know he's a super talented football player helps his team win a Super Bowl I believe it's only the second Super Bowl that Rams have ever won the first one they won uh, when the team was in St. Louis Uh, Kurt Warner uh, was the quarterback of that team Uh, of course um, Matthew Stafford the quarterback of this team um, throwing a lot of footballs to Cooper Cup uh, and and he wins the MVP who picks that Um, you know what I'm not sure Okay. My guess is uh, there's probably a committee um, of um, NFL executives uh, that uh, make that decision. And is it always from the winning team? Um, yes. I don't know. There may have been one or two opportunities where uh, it was chosen from a losing team. but uh, In the Super Bowl. That would be yeah, so interesting. Very, very, But I'd love very to see rare. it. So would I. Um, and uh, especially this year. <laughs> Uh, my, one of my Bengals uh, could have won it, but no, uh, they made the right decision for sure. Uh, they could have chosen Aaron Donald, uh, who had uh, a tackle on the third and one play uh, in the fourth quarter and had the hurry of Joe Burrow, uh, who's falling forward, throwing the football incomplete, and in essence, the game was over like 23 seconds after run off clock, and uh, the Super Bowl is over. Uh, the guy is a tremendous player. From my vantage point, the strength of the L.A. Rams, their defensive line, overwhelmed the weakness of the Cincinnati Bengals, the offensive line. And the offensive line played very well in the first half. Uh, The Rams made some adjustments in the second half, and they got to Joe Burrow. He got sacked seven times. I believe that's a Super Bowl record. Yeah, that's Uh, not a record you want to have, though. It is not. Actually set – uh, a record, he was sacked 51 times, I think, before the playoffs. He was sacked a total of 70 times um, this year. That's a lot of looking up at the sky right Is there. Is that a record? It's not. Oh, okay. It's, I think, in the top three, though. Oh, uh, buddy. Yeah, in, in NFL history. So, hopefully, 
um, we will spend some of that cap space money that we have um, and go get two or three of the best linemen that uh, the, the NFL has to offer, and uh, they'll put on uh, the orange and black uh, and the striped helmets. So I may be getting ahead of myself, but do we know if several of the Bengals players like the current players are coming back? Um, yes, I would say most of them are um, because uh, in contract, like Jamar Chase, number one wide receiver, uh, he's uh, on a rookie deal right now, so he'll be there for you know, obviously Joe Burrow. Um, I believe T. Higgins, uh, Tyler Boyd, uh, Uzama, uh, I believe all of them are coming. Joe Mixon, uh, our running back. Uh, Is Zach Taylor staying? Yes. So for all of those reasons, I think there is plenty of reason to be optimistic. Absolutely. Quite, quite frankly, I thought we were a year away. I thought next year we could gel this year and win a few games, win maybe a few more than we lost, and uh, and then get you know set for a Super Bowl run in 2023. But uh, we did it in 22, and that's super cool. But I think we're positioned for a couple of different reasons. One, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are trying to find out who they're going to have a quarterback. Uh, the uh, Baltimore Ravens don't have much cap space, so they're not going to be able to add a lot of other pieces. And the Browns are a dumpster fire right now um, with uh, different uh, challenges that they're facing, not the least of which is their quarterback's not very good or wasn't very good this year. And he's had shoulder surgery. I think it was a non-throwing shoulder. Um, uh, OBJ, um, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., uh, ends up leaving the Browns, goes to the Rams, and now he's got a Super Bowl ring. Uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, I think he tore his ACL uh, in, the, in the game. Yes, ma'am. And uh, he was very emotional, um, uh, very clear tears um, rolling down his cheeks um, that he couldn't contribute more. And at the end of the game, he was just uh, so happy. And uh, I um, uh, I wish him well. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, So I think the chance for the Bengals to win the AFC North again is uh, very very likely that that could happen um, because I think they're positioned well for it. So um, I um, uh, I don't think no I don't think I did uh, show you this picture uh, that was taken um, of me on Sunday. Oh, I saw it. Did you see it? I saw. Yep, I saw that. Um, how did you see that? Oh, did I send it to you? No, I maybe it wasn't that one, but it, it was with. You and Stacy oh, and a yes. couple other ladies. Yes, uh, correct. Uh, some ladies from church, um, and we're rocking the uh, Bengals jerseys, and they are as well. Yes, yes. Yeah, and so um, while holding a replica of the Lombardi Trophy, uh, and uh, some said, Steve, that's a dumb idea because you could be jinxing the team. And you did. Um, I, I'm not How superstitious. How do you feel about that? How are you feeling? I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little stitious. The Bengals lost yeah. because of you. They didn't. They lost because my son was not wearing his bingo jersey. Of course, you're going to pass the blame. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll pass it to you if I can think of a reason. Yeah, well, you yeah. can't because it wasn't my fault. I know because you're not a fan. You don't know anything about it. So, um, yeah. So, at any rate, uh, a excellent football game. The fact that um, – here, here's part of my frustration. All right. Do you remember the score that I predicted? I don't remember mine was absurdly high. It was. Remember we talked about, (laughs) man, that's an awful lot of points. And I said, I think it's going to be lower points. As it turned out, it was 43 total points. 
if the Bengals had scored, the score I said was 27-24. Okay. If the Bengals had driven down the field and scored and won, it would have been 27-23. But pretty close. I, I don't know if you know this uh, little expression, but they say if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, oh, what a Christmas we'd have. I, yeah. I think I have heard that one. Yes. But um, not in the so, last 20 years. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well you can't say that now because uh, you just heard it. Um, yep. So, yeah, uh, we didn't win. Um, I, we had a very good game. Uh, obviously, uh, the Rams won 23-20. And uh, so many. I think, actually, the last six games, the point difference was three or less. Yep. And uh, uh, w- what a tremendous playoff for the NFL, really. Uh, some say the best it's ever been. Oh, interesting. Uh, and so, uh, again, sad that my team lost, but quite frankly, not devastated because uh, I feel like we're a year away. If we're in the Super Bowl next year yeah. against an inferior opponent, we lose 23-20. Um, you, uh, uh, might not want to be talking to you. Yeah, you might want to wait a couple of days uh, before you talk to me. Is That's it, fair. True story. We're watching the ball game, and my wife said, um, or are you going to be all right? I said, I'll be all right. And she goes, you're going to, you're going to feel that way uh, tomorrow. Yeah, probably will. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, and, you sound like a curmudgeon. Yeah, well, I was, I was not happy. Okay. But I was, um, uh, you have to ask my wife, but I, I feel like, um, I have, um, matured a little bit. Like a little me, bit in 56 yeah, years. Yeah, like 56 years. How right, lucky is she? Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, that uh, it didn't, uh, you know, it didn't ruin uh, um, my whole uh, my whole week. That's good. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I was I was disappointed. I actually had that replica trophy in my in, in my TV room. Um, I did kiss the trophy every time we scored a touchdown. Um, we needed one more kiss. We needed one more touchdown. Right. Uh, to win it, but nope, uh, did not happen. So, any thoughts from you on the football game? It was a fun game to watch. In what way? Um, in that it definitely felt like the first half, I didn't feel like the Bengals had much momentum. But then coming out of the gates at the start of the third quarter, I mean, it just got way more exciting. It did. You know? I don't know. Um, and then I felt like it just ended so suddenly. Like I just, there was what, a minute? No. Like 20-some seconds? No, no. A minute, a minute, and, minute and a half. Okay. A minute 30. Yeah, and I just, it was just disappointing. It just, one play, right? Because they had one yard to go, fourth and one. Yep, it was and third and one and then fourth, fourth and, and one. And then it was just, yeah, it just <sighs> ended so quickly. It did. I thought for sure. You got to get one yard. Exactly. How that, hard is that? That can be done, right? Yes, it can be done. But. It wasn't done. Bengals offensive line broke down. I'm going to complain a little bit. Okay. Uh, Joe Mixon is our best running back, and he wasn't in on either one of those plays. Yeah, I've heard this actually from yeah. a couple of different people that we didn't, we, the Bengals, yeah. didn't have their key players in, and yeah. that was a big miss. Uh, I, I think it was. I like Zach wasn't, Taylor. But wasn't Joe Burrow sacked? Um, he was not sacked. He was tackled while trying to throw it. It's called a hurry. Okay. So 
Aaron Donald made him hurry the pass. He would have taken another second or two, found an open receiver. But what I'm saying is even if, like, the – I don't even know the positions, the wide receivers, the people who catch the ball. Yeah. Like, even if they were in – all the key players were in, if he still got hurried or sacked, right. it wouldn't have mattered. Well, correct, except that if you've got one running back who's better than the other running back, put your best guys in because then maybe he doesn't get hit. Maybe he doesn't isn't forced to hurry the pass because that player is better than the other player you put in, and that's where the frustration is. Sure. Do we know why Zach Taylor made that call? I do not know. Okay. Uh, there are many who um, Zach Taylor's not their favorite football coach. Yeah, I've heard that. Steve's not one of those people. Okay. Uh, He's your favorite, or no, you just feel I, I, more positive? Okay. I, I, more positive than negative. Okay, great. Uh, you took this team that wasn't supposed to, uh, wasn't was supposed to finish last in the division, and you not only won the division, you go to the Super Bowl. Right. Uh, you you have to get some credit for that. Yeah, uh, just because he's been with them the last couple years yeah exactly right? three i think this is his third year and look how far they've come in three years exactly last year he won two games yeah i recognize i'm not a fan so you know yeah. a lot of people would discredit my opinion but i like him yeah i'm here for him well you know what uh he's also a man of faith and, yeah and uh, even more reason to... exactly um and if he's a man of faith but he can only win two games every year for 10 years then you know what Yeah, maybe he's got to go god bless you but go do something else this isn't yeah yeah this is your gig it's not nope. your thing um, and that's but, fine. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, I'm uh, I'm very optimistic. Um, I'm that much more excited for next NFL season. Yeah. You are or you're <laughs> yeah. not? No, I am. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So so am I. So am I. Because I came in with very low expectation, and they blew those out of the water. My problem is uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to come into the 2023 year uh, or 22, 23 year. Right. Uh, with higher expectations. Really high expectations, which means... You're going to get let down. If they don't hit them, you got only one place to go, and that is down. Yeah, it just felt like there was so much, um, you know, anticipation for the Super Bowl. Yes. And then it just ends, and, you know, it's a letdown. It is. And disappointing, and felt a little bummed, but, you know, I moved on relatively quick. Yeah, yeah, I um, didn't move on as quickly as you, right? But right. Uh, but but quicker than I would have ordinarily. But I'm so glad you brought up March Madness. More anticipation to build. Uh, oh yeah, can't wait. Crazy. <laughs> um, uh, so <clears throat> I, I love your optimism, as misguided and misplaced as it is. <laughs> I love that. Um, I'm so glad. You know what else I was anticipating? What's that? The halftime show. Okay, we're going to talk about that, but okay. I, I want to go two other places real quick. Um, Pertaining to the actual game? Yes. Okay, uh, let's One go. is the, the viewership. Okay. Um, 167 million people watched the Super Bowl. It's up significantly. Um, part of it is because it was a close game. Part of it is because there's an L.A. team in the Super Bowl, right? Really big market. Uh, okay, there in Southern okay. California. Uh, the number one uh, most viewed, Cincinnati, Ohio. For obvious reasons. Uh, the Bengals are in the Super Bowl. You can't afford to go out there and pay $10,000 a ticket plus the hotel and parking and uh, airfare and all that. So uh, you watch it at home. So it's the number one market. Uh, but 167 million people uh, enjoying the Super Bowl. Uh, that's uh, super cool stuff right there. I also have to ask you, a lot of times people watch Super Bowl for the commercials. Oh, yes. What can you tell me about the commercials? Do you remember anything about them? I don't remember much this year about them. 
I was a, a party gathering with some friends uh-huh. that I typically meet with every Sunday night. Anyways. Yeah. And I think I paid the least amount of attention to the commercials than I ever have before. Yeah. The one I do remember was a truck commercial. Couldn't tell you the maker, uh-huh. but it was um, about keeping up with the Joneses and yeah. it was like Tommy Lee Jones, but then yeah. um, Nick Jonas pulls up and yes. he was like, I think his line was something like, now it's keeping up with the Jonases. Yes. Yeah. And then Tommy Lee Jones goes, all right, try to keep up, whoever you are. <laughs> and I feel like him. You didn't know? I, I, I was pretty sure it was a Jonas, okay. but I couldn't have told you which one. I would have probably said Nick because I think it's the only first name I know. Um, and uh, yes. Um, so um, I, I do remember that commercial. That's really good. Yeah. I'm trying to... I mean, I caught a couple others, but I really was this year watching the game more yeah. than the commercial. So during right. commercial breaks, it was my time to chat and eat. Yeah. And- yeah. 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 Very good. And and you're not alone in that. But but a lot of times people are anticipating there for the commercials, that. Totally. Right. Um, I will say I saw somebody mention this, and it didn't dawn on me until they mentioned it that there usually like Budweiser or Miller Lite uh, will have uh, you know some kind of over the top kind of commercial. Yes. And, and I don't recall that i don't either i do recall this one weird commercial where it was a qr code that was on a black screen that was bouncing around changing colors yes and i'm in a room with probably 14 to 16 people yeah and we're all just staring at it like this is so stupid and i only think one person scanned the qr code it was uh for crypto yes 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 um and uh, I don't even remember that. That's how low key that was for me. That we just I think we're all like this is so weird. Strange. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was yes. the whole spot was just this QR code bouncing. Right, around. they were trying to get you to go to crypto.com or wherever it was. Right, um, and uh, that's um, an interesting uh, subject. There, um, I will say my absolute favorite, and there's <laughs> there's a reason for it, um, and that was the. Um, I think it was a Doritos or Cheetos uh, commercial. Okay. Uh, where uh, they uh, there's a lady's got the bag, and there's a bunch of animals, and then they're they're like yelling. Yes. Uh, one of those was a sloth. Yes. Which we know that sloths are very slow. Yes. And um, so there's this bag of Doritos and Cheetos. She drops them, and then the animals are kind of doing this chanting thing, and then they all start to go towards them, and the sloth scurries down the tree fast as he's ever moved uh, and gets to them first. Now, that's funny to me. Uh, And then he scurried back up the tree, which was like, you know, this just would never happen. Right, right. It's also more significant to Steve and the rest of the Rao family because um, my wife uh, is not, she doesn't move very fast. Mm. And we once went to an event um, where we were pretending to be animals. So we would do a sign or a sound, and you had to guess what animal we we were trying to mimic. Okay. And my wife puts up. You were up, at an event like this? Uh, we were at, actually, we went down to um, Noah's Ark uh, down in northern Kentucky. Okay. And we were uh, sitting having lunch. Just and to be clear, it's not Noah's actual Ark. It's not. No, it's <laughs> okay. a replica. Uh, okay. Kind of like that Super Bowl trophy <laughs> picture that I have. Yeah. Um, so they lost the Super Bowl for the Bengals. Uh, it did not lose it. They lost it because we didn't have Joe Mixon in, in the ball game, and we can't block uh, their uh, good defenders. So, but we're going to get that fixed. Um, so my wife's—it's uh, her turn to be an animal, 
and she puts three fingers up on each hand, and she holds them up, <laughs> and and we're like. Okay, go ahead. She goes, <laughs> I am moving. <laughs> so she was a sloth. And it, it was so apropos because she's not very quick. Uh, and it, it, she wasn't actually moving, but she was trying to convince us that she was moving. And right. she was moving so slow, we couldn't even tell she was moving. So that's that commercial. Uh, you loved it. I did. Yeah, I do recall that one. Yeah. Uh, yep. That was that was really good. So, uh, I'd say uh, scale one to ten, maybe five on the commercials. Yeah, I really, I typically love them and could talk about several of them, but yes. you know, not this year. I have to hear you tell me about your thoughts on the halftime show because, quite frankly, for this podcast, this is what I've been wanting to hear the most. Okay. I'm sure you'll be shocked, but I'm mostly just speechless because I was in awe because I thought it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So the halftime show starts, and we knew about most of the um, key performers ahead of time. Okay. However, we were pleasantly, I'm going to just speak for the general population, um, at least of my generation, we were all beyond thrilled um, when a surprise guest showed up. So it starts. Did you watch? I did. Okay. So it starts with Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, icons, literal pop icons they start they're amazing this is so exciting it's great like the stage the set so cool it was so cool i'm always so fascinated side note by how they set up and tear down so quickly and i know it's such a science and they probably practice it and there's yes. so many pieces but then you're also thinking about like safety and i mean where are they storing this stuff and got to get it out there and get it out uh, in and out in and out so quickly and not interfere with, I mean, just all the other people down there. So many things, right? Yep. And, I mean, not to mention, you know, the game, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Dr. Dre and Snoop, and then it cuts to 50 Cent, and he's, like, somehow, like, hanging upside down. And um, I would like to recognize that all of these pop icons, I think, are in their late 40s to early 50s. And they look phenomenal. They do. They look great. So then I think after 50 Cent, it's Eminem comes out. Yeah. I want to go back to 50 Cent. Okay, great. I saw on Twitter um, when the moment came, he jumps up grabs the bar and basically does a chin-up, throws his legs over the bar, and waits for waits his there. cue. Yes. And then, like, drops down and then, like, yeah. I mean. Now, my understanding is that's from one of his videos. Oh. Have, have you? Were you aware of that? Somebody told me that. They said. I probably was. He has a music video, and it's from that. So, again, if you knew that, you're like, sweet. sweet. That's yeah, from yeah, 25 yeah. years ago or whatever it was. Totally. Um, yeah. Yes. Um. And then it's Eminem, and I love Eminem. Yes. Yeah. I do, too. The Peanuts are playing. No, no. No? The, like, white rapper. Oh, the white rapper guy. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think his performance was phenomenal. Um, Or, no, then do we go to Mary J. Blige? I believe so. Sorry, I'm getting them out of order. Yeah. And Kendrick's in there somewhere. Sorry, they're all out of order, which I thought Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar? Yep. This guy's about uh, four foot two. I don't know how tall he is. He's not very tall. Okay, he's not very tall. However, um, the dance sequence with Kendrick was so powerful. And it's interesting because 
I feel like Kendrick is the like oddball for age at least. And to me, that was like an easy grab for, um, you know, the younger viewers. Cause yep. I do think he's arguably the most popular rapper, um, of recent years with the younger generation, which I just feel old, you know, yeah. but, um, yeah, Mary Tyler Moore, Mary oh, J. Blige. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. That, that lady. Tell me about her. Um, I believe she is 51. And she just looked great, sounded great. I thought they all sounded great. Um, I really thought they all looked great. I thought it was so cohesive. I thought it was such a powerful shot of them all at the end, standing on top of the stage all together. Um, I just, I thought it was great. But I will say, I thought it was rather short. It could have gone on for two more songs, in my opinion. So I was, I was pretty disappointed. And I feel like a lot of people were. We wanted more. We wanted a lot more. What do you have to say? You're looking at me. Like, well, I have lots of things to say. Okay, let's hear uh, But we don't, we don't have a ton of time, <laughs> but uh, lots of things to say um, about it. Okay. First of all, um, I'm in the studio with you. Yes. And I'm watching the joy on your face. <laughs> and I love that. I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't know anything about football. Uh, <laughs> that is so, so you. <laughs> I don't know how you can get away with saying you watch, I know nothing. You watch me, and um, I'm imagining the uh, excitement that I have in in communicating uh, right. those kind of things is what I saw in your face when you were talking about the halftime show. So I love that. Yeah, great. Um, uh, my wife, who's uh, <clears throat> uh, younger than me uh, by a few years. Singing along uh, during the halftime show. Yes. And also my middle daughter and her boyfriend and I think my son and, and maybe my... Uh, yes. So, uh, Expands generations. 16 years yes. old to uh, in their 50s. Yes. We're um, not the only one who said that. Yes. Yeah. Um, and what a cool thing uh, to find artists that can appeal to everybody. Right. That's a powerful move right there. The NFL pulled. Yes. Right there. Uh, super cool. Uh, stuff right there. My wife said the exact same thing you just said. She's like, it's over? It's over already? Um, yeah, there's this pesky game that keeps interrupting this concert. You know, it's the Super Bowl. It's the World Championship. We showed up for the football game, not for this concert. That is false. No, it is true. Another Lots of people thing. showed up for that Super Bowl, uh, as they should have. Yeah. For the halftime show? Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. <coughs> yeah. Um, they did. Yes. Uh, uh, some say uh, that's one of the greatest halftime shows ever. Right. I've Yeah. Many, many people have said mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, but in presentation 101, they say always leave them wanting, wanting more. more. Right? Yes. And so they obviously did that for the literally millions of viewers. And I kind them. of agree. I do actually mostly agree with that statement in most circumstances. I do think that this was an instance where maybe two songs is greedy, but one more song, you Uh know, like, Uh I I don't know. I wonder how the time of this halftime show compares with past halftime show. I would say it's very, very similar. You think? I do. I don't. Because there's a set amount of time. When you get the football players off, you start the halftime show and you end it so you can get the football players back on and everything's safe and get things cleared off and don't leave stuff on the field and all right, that kind of stuff. Right. So, so there's a set time and they absolutely practice all of that. Um, and so my guess is it's 23 minutes or whatever the number is. See, that's what I'm saying. And I it's think always it's always 23 minutes. No, 
I was wondering, and I've done no research. Uh-huh. Maybe I will look into this, but let's be honest. My free time is limited at the at right. this, in this season of my life. Yes. I wonder if that stage looked more elaborate to me than some past stages. Uh-huh, correct. So I wonder if they're given an allotment of time, but that includes setup and teardown. I'm sure it does. And so therefore, because they wanted that specific stage... Maybe it cut into the performance time. Uh, it could have. Maybe. It could have. Because I think the there is a window. If it's 23 minutes, I'm making that number up. Right. But that would be all of it. Getting you right. in, perform, get you out. Yep. Um, and so that's interesting. Yeah, that um, is interesting. Uh, at the risk of offending you. Okay. Um, I uh, First of all, I, I didn't grow up. Did you up. know any of those songs? No. <gasps> Zero. I don't know any. Did you know, have you heard the names all, of those artists? All of the names except Mary Jane uh, Smoke you a Cigarette heard Lady. Of Mary um, Jane Blige. Fascinating. Uh, is that Blige? Is that Blige? Uh, I don't know her at all. Okay. Uh, but I want to talk about her in just a second. Okay. Uh, but uh, I, uh, yeah, I, but I am a, I, I'm absolutely the last guy you want to uh, put any uh, stock in when it comes to pop music right i grew up in a very conservative environment uh where we didn't listen to pop music it's just not what we did i could i could quote many many hymns and uh uh southern gospel music songs uh, songs like that i could do uh pop music i just wasn't into now again my wife was uh, my middle daughter she's 25 um uh, her boyfriend i think is 31 um so yeah uh it's uh their, their world and uh, and God bless them. Um, that uh, that's good. Um, but uh, no, I, I I wasn't aware of uh, the music. Uh, but I, again, uh, they they killed it on getting uh, a group of artists that could appeal to multi generations. Yeah, they really did. Um, I uh, felt bad for for Mary Jane um, uh, Cadillac Stop doing or whatever this to her name her. is. Um, what was her name again? Mary J. Just okay. Mary J. Okay, Mary J. Very good. Um, uh, she had a bruise on her right thigh, and it was distracting to me, and I felt really bad for her. I didn't notice this. Oh, yeah. It, I'm telling you, look up the video. I will. And uh, you'll see it's right above her boots, or had the high boots, and, and her thigh. It was right above there. Now, my wife said it could be a birthmark, and, and I know... For performers, their look is super important. So I really did. I, I genuinely felt bad for her. I really hoped if it was a bruise, it was from hitting the corner of a table or something and not uh, totally. other activity uh, uh, that would not be um, uh, appropriate for her. Okay. And so, uh, but I felt bad for her because here's a lady. She's doing the very best she can. I don't know one word of one song she's singing. Um, but well, I you see don't know one word of one song of any nope. of them. Wow. Uh, well, wow. Th- th- no, th- there was one song, I can't remember what it was, but I'm like, oh, I think I recognize that. Um, I think it was very early on, uh, Dr. Dre and uh, Snoop Dogg. Okay. Uh, very early on. Uh, but I saw that, and, that, and I was distracted by that. And uh, you're going to absolutely hate me for this, but I don't think Snoop Dogg has anything going for him. Like in, uh, he has he has nothing going for him. Now this is now you can't know less about it than I do. So uh, I'm a casual outside observer. First of all, the guy is not handsome. He's not a good looking dude. 
Um, he's most, hilarious. Most of the performers in the world, um, relatively attractive men and women. Second of all, I don't know anything about rap. I don't think he's a very good rapper. Um, I, I just I don't think he has talent. I don't think he's a talented actor. I don't think he has much, if anything, to offer there in commercials that he's in. Um, and um, he also is a very outspoken um, proponent of um, drug use. Uh, and I'm not a fan of that uh, either. So the dude has nothing for me. And I know that's an unpopular opinion. Yeah, but because he sold tens of millions I know. I know. Um, he's, uh, I've, talk, I've, I've said this to other people, and they're like, Steve, in the 80s, 90s, this dude was iconic. He's got this cool vibe and all that stuff. I'm telling you, the dude does nothing for me. Um, and uh, so, uh, unpopular, wrong, um, uh, however you want to view it, um, that, that, is, that is one man's opinion, uh, and that is my opinion. So, um, I think what's fascinating about Snoop Dogg, and I think... I I won't go into this, but I think a very sim- similar argument could be made about the Kardashians is that I actually think that they are geniuses because when Snoop Dogg got discovered by Dr. Dre, okay. um, I think in the very early 90s, he um, has lasted for um, now multiple decades and is still popular. Like he has capitalized yes. on his personality on his brand. Yes. Um, and so it's interesting to me because I still think, I'm sure you could make the argument he is not as relevant today in 2022 as he was in um, the height of his popularity. Correct. And I, I definitely think that's a valid argument. There could be valid arguments for that. However, I think that he is a genius because he has just come such a long way and has done so many different things, not to mention that he, um, you know, just has sold tons and tons of records. Right. So. I agree. You know why? I, we, I'm absolutely on the same page with you. You know why? The guy doesn't have one lick of talent. <laughs> um, and that's the genius of How it to me. How many albums have you listened to? Uh, um, somewhere between uh, zero and whatever's less than zero. Um, <coughs> I he, think that's a very rude statement then. Okay, okay well... Um, it's my perspective. Um, but you haven't listened. I saw him at the Super Bowl. He didn't do squat for me. Okay. Um, and so, but I'm with you. Okay. I think, wow, a guy with with no talent at all has been able Most to survive. Most people would disagree with you. Everybody I've talked to has disagreed with me. Right. Uh, and, because you're wrong. Uh, well, I, I receive that. I'm not <laughs> wrong in my opinion of um, the way I feel about it. Sure. The, the facts may be wrong, um, but... Th- I still feel this way. I don't think he has any talent. I think you should give him a chance. Uh, I'm not going to. Yeah. Uh, so here's the deal. He For just a may guy, not be your flavor, which is fine. He, he is not. Um, a guy with zero talent has been able to spend over 30 years of his life. People who don't connected. even like most people who don't even like him wouldn't even say zero talent. I know. How the, can you say zero talent? With his accomplishments, he, and his he has he, he he just doesn't do anything for me. He doesn't great. do anything. That's for me. fine, but you can't say zero talent. I uh, from well, yeah, for, from my perspective. Okay. He doesn't have, um, I, and and I've listened to a little bit of rap, not a lot, um, and the rappers that I've heard, um, are better than him. I don't listen to Eminem because, um, 
Uh, he uses words that I don't care to um, uh, to hear. Um, but they had the edited version. Thank the Lord for that. Um, the Super Bowl. But he, I think, is a talented rapper. I think the guy um, has rhythm. Uh, he uh, can uh, be very creative. He's got great speed in his raps. I don't see any of that with Snoop. And so that's that would be my very mild comparison where I would say somebody like Dr. Dre, um, was he the one? Did he play the piano? Uh, yeah, it was interesting because that. Yeah, his setup was interesting because we couldn't. I couldn't tell if it was like a mixer board or if it was piano or if it was both or what it yeah. was. But um, so to me, but he did actually play a piano at one point. That's he, true. That's he true. did. He sat down piano. Yes, yes. There's yes, a guy sorry. with talent. Did Snoop Dogg play the piano? No, he can't play a kazoo. The guy has no talent, um, in my opinion. And um, so. Um, and you're I, just so wrong, but I know. Keep digging your grave. I know. And here's the thing, kid. I knew you. <laughs> you would disagree <laughs> with me, but uh, I received that. Great. Um, so we are out of time. Alrighty. Um, maybe we could talk about other popular artists um, in the future. Can't you, wait. You've forgotten more about this stuff than I will ever know, because uh, again, n- not major appeal to me. Um, and uh, but I will say, uh, I know I'm in the significant minority when it comes to um, I, uh, this uh, halftime performance. Yeah, I mean, just general question: Did you enjoy it? I did. Oh, okay, great. I did. You part of the reason I enjoyed it because people around me enjoyed it, right? And I enjoyed watching them enjoy it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't. I wasn't offended by most of the stuff that was happening. Uh, the dancing ladies maybe a little too much for me, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I uh, I thought it was really well done. I really did. I did not hate it. Um, uh, I thought it was well done, um, and, and I like rap music. Uh, I do, and and, and hip hop stuff. I, I like it. For me, it needs to be clean. It needs to be done by somebody who has talent, and that's not Snoop Dogg. I just don't know how you can say you like yeah. Okay, like that, but then, <laughs> We mean, should probably wrap we, up the show. You see what I did should. there? We yep. should wrap up the show. Speaking of that, uh, you're going to wrap a couple of lines from us uh, from Eminem, and yep. uh, then we'll close out episode 25. Go ahead. Nope. Bye-bye. What's your favorite Eminem song? Oh, my gosh. Oh, is that a, not an unfair question? That because is, you know, I would say my favorite um, albums of his yes. are the Slim Shady and the okay. Marshall Mathers LPs. Okay. Um, the Eminem show. Oh, man. I don't... A favorite song. Uh-huh. I mean, Lose Yourself is iconic. Okay. The real Slim Shady is also yeah. iconic. Right. Um, I don't know. That's That's hard. It is. The Monster... I don't know. It's hard I don't for know. you. Not yeah. hard for me because no. I don't. I'm. I'm might yeah, do these mean part. anything to well, you? Well, I think maybe the real Slim Shady. I may have heard a little bit of that. Yeah. What was the first song you said? I don't remember. But that sounded somewhat familiar. Lose yourself. Yeah, lose yourself. I think maybe I have heard a little bit of that. Uh, yeah, you have. I I can't I can't tell you anything about it other than what you just told me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well. Maybe I should expand my horizons. Maybe this is an opportunity for me. It is. To learn and grow. Will you take it? I doubt, but that's okay. I will if you 
if you give me once, hey, Steve, you ought to listen to this Snoop Dogg. Uh, you, you listen uh, to uh, three or four of these songs, some of his best work. And okay. I, and I might okay. change my opinion. Okay. Um, and you say, hey, these are uh, three or four Eminem songs that I think are really good. Okay. And, um, you know, give me the edited versions. Um, right, right. Uh, which might be hard. but um, <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, at any rate, uh, I, I'm open. I'm open to learning. Uh, because I'm not, I'm not a hater of hip hop, uh, rap music. I'm not, a, I'm not a hater. Yeah. I actually can embrace it. I enjoy it. Um, I can appreciate, uh, the talent when I actually hear talent, but not everybody on that stage had talent. Who decides what talent is? Uh, well, it's apparently, not Steve Rao. apparently not. And it's apparently the talent, <laughs> uh, agents because, uh, he's made an awful lot of money and spent most of it on drugs. But anyway, um, thank you. So judgy. Uh, oh, so truthful. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you can look it up. Uh, just Google it. And, uh, <laughs> uh there, there was actually prop bets. Uh, it, from my understanding, it's prop bets on whether he would smoke a joint um, while on the platform. Do you think they would have allowed that? Well, it's legal in Cali. But would they have allowed it on such a large broadcast? I, don't, I would hope not, and apparently they That's didn't. That's fascinating, yeah. It is. Anyway. But we don't even know if he wanted to or tried. <laughs> if he wanted to smoke weed? On, He's like the poster the, child for I, weed. Yeah, but at the halftime show, we don't know if he wanted to do that or not. I don't know. It's a Pope Catholic. Um, of course he wanted to. Okay. You just, for not for knowing so little about the man, you have such extreme opinions. I do, but that's pretty much the case for everything for, when it comes to me. I think um, you'd just live such a calmer, more zen life if you just had fewer opinions. I would. Man. I would. Yeah. You're right. I would. But I'm not a big Zen guy, so uh, I have strong so opinions against that. <laughs> against that. Oh, of course. All righty. Uh, well, we have succeeded in having the longest podcast that we've had in 25 episodes because we had a lot of things to unpack. We did. Uh, from Valentine's Day through the Super Bowl. Thank you for your um, opinion. Thank you for your willingness to share. Thank you for being on the podcast. And even though I'm a Snoop Dogg hater and you're a Snoop Dogg lover, uh, would you be willing to come back for episode 26? I'll be back. Alrighty, I will look forward to it then. Uh, that's Kelsey Bowles. She's with Young Life Lancaster. My name is Steve Rao. This is the Sports and Spirituality Show, sponsored in part by the Fairfield County Sports Network. I trust you enjoyed the review of the Super Bowl 56 and all of the tentacles associated with that. Join us for episode 26 next time on the Sports and Spirituality Show.